But yeah, one of the many reasons why Trump is going to do this, vanquish Joe Biden, is because uh, he's ready to go on camera. He doesn't need 50 hours of prep, right? He's ready to go, and he'll come out and say things uh, multiple times a day. He's not uh, precious. Joe Biden is so precious. He's fragile, right? Needs uh, weeks of uh, prep, and then he needs weeks of recovery, and Trump will and is running circles around him. So there he's all on top of the Supreme Court case, right? Listening to it all. You can only listen to it. They, they don't have cameras in there, but they have microphones in there. And most of the networks took him live all morning long. He is listening to him. And uh, and he comes out and says, hey, everybody, I'd like to talk about it. So uh, here we go. This is him in Mar-a-Lago just a few minutes ago. In watching the Supreme Court today, I thought it was very it's a very beautiful process. I hope that democracy in this country will continue. Uh, because right now we have a very, very tough situation with all of the radical left ideas, with the weaponization of uh, politics. They weaponized it like it's never been weaponized before. It's totally illegal, but they do it anyway. And it has to stop. Every one of the court cases that I'm involved, every single one, civil, whether it's the attorney generals or the district attorneys, you look at Fani in Georgia. They had many meetings with the White House and with the DOJ. They went there, eight-hour meetings. That was all staged. That was a phony hoax. And now you look at it, and it is a phony hoax. And hopefully that case will be dismissed in short order. It's a, it's a disgrace to this country. But they worked together with the Justice Department and the White House. And... Not supposed to do that. Every one of these cases you see comes out of the White House. It comes out of Biden. It's election interference, and it's really very sad. Uh, I thought the presentation today was a very good one. I think it was well received. I hope it was well received. You have millions of people that are out there wanting to vote, and they happen to want to vote for me or the Republican Party, or whatever you want to, however you want to phrase it. But I'm the one running, and we are leading in every poll. We're leading in the uh, local polls, in the state polls, and we're leading in the swing state polls, and we're leading very big in the national polls. So it's been a very great honor. Well, um, could you imagine that if he is removed from the ballot, the people who say he's a threat to democracy, <laughs> they're trying to prevent us from voting for our preferred candidate, a democracy, demo. Demo, uh, if you go back to Greece, I think it has something to do with people, right? D-E-M-O, demo, people. Demo, we should. We have one of the most famous Greeks in all of New York. We should ask him, John Katsimatidis. I think demo has something to do with uh, uh, the person, person. Uh, it's a Greek origin. Anyway, it's of and by the people, and the people, at least a big chunk of us, would like to vote for Trump, and they are trying to take him off the ballot. It is... Kind of unthinkable, but the unthinkable has become somehow rather ho-hum. You know, we're accustomed to it. And this is just another thing that he is going to get through. But remember, we can't just kick back and, you know, watch it like it's some reality TV show and we get a kick out of Trump and we watch him fight these battles and it's just amazing to see him pull the rabbit out of the hat. We got to help him. We got to help him. We got to do what we can and no matter who you are, where you are, uh, you can do something. 
Now, Barbara will call us a little bit later and remind us who that guy was back in the 18th century who said, even if you can do only a little, it would be a real tragedy if you don't do it. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter what your talent is, but at the very least, uh, maybe give a little bit of money, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, who cares? Um, a thousand people giving one dollar is a thousand times better than one guy giving a thousand bucks. What else can we do? We can, um, I don't know, volunteer, uh, uh, call your congressman. There's a lot of things you can do. Um, there's got to be more, right? <laughs> and vote and vote. You got to participate. And don't be afraid to be a big mouth on social media. And too many people, we've given up, uh, we've given up social media to the liberals now. Even Elon Musk Twitter or X, and God bless Elon Musk, that man what is <laughs> a free speech advocate, but there are only so many people you can hire to run a tech company, and a lot of them lean left. So X still has its issues, freedom of speech. And how about this? Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of Saturday Night Live anymore, but I think it's pretty ironic and pretty cool that that comedian named Shane Gillis – is that a famous guy? Shane Gillis is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live this coming Saturday. And good for Shane Gillis. Never heard of him. Remember back in the day, Steve Martin is hosting Saturday Night Live, and everybody in the world knew who that was. Um, you know, Eddie Murphy will be hosting. The former star will be hosting. Everybody in the world knows who that is. Shane Gillis, I don't think everybody knows who that is, but he has quite a story. Uh, about five years ago or so, uh, he was picked to be a cast member on Saturday Night Live, which sounds like a great gig, but it's apparently not so great. It doesn't pay that well. It's ultra competitive. Half the cast doesn't even get into the skits anymore. They feel like extras, and they basically, it's all about having, you know, big stars on like Alec Baldwin and people like that. They, they take all the spots, the guest hosts and the guests. So Shane Gillis was hired for Saturday night live. And then what do they do? They went through his old Twitter account or some podcast he was on 10 years earlier. And he said something that was not politically correct. It was something, uh, I think it had something to do with gender. I don't know, but it was, you know, this does not comport with the values of Saturday Night Live. So he loses that opportunity. They won't hire him. He's basically fired before he even starts the job. Uh, and he's disappointed. And uh, But guess what he does? He goes out and becomes a big star on his own anyway. And he fills some theaters and he becomes, he just works on his act and gets funnier and more successful. And now he's hosting Saturday Night Live. You know, it's it's amazing how things work. It's 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 quite frankly it's out you can look it up. It's in the Bible things like this, right? Adversity uh, brings on growth if you handle it the right way. An amazing opportunity. Um so he's hosting and good for him. 